Idaho is more progressive than New York City. In what way? We'll find out. They're we'll way behind. Out. Yeah, way behind. Mind oh, Kemp no. revised for academic journals? Yes, that's right. Man, the city of Houston fighting sex robot brothels. Oh, come we on. We went there. We went there. Yeah. This is a family show. And lastly, we got a pastor from Scotland coming on. Yes. Hey. Look, I'm we so excited. Flee. That's right. The WeFlee.com. Hey, y'all. Thank you for tuning in to Cross Politic. Share the show right now. Hit hit the share button right now. And by and the way, it's, it's Mein Kampf. Yeah. I, mein Kampf. It, it was it was my Texas count. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's good to be here. We uh, have a couple things before we get into things. We got a couple things before we get into things. Texas. Uh-huh. Uh huh. First of all, our <laughs> friends over in Seattle, Trinity Church, the Hatchers, uh, yeah. Pastor Pastor Hatcher and Pastor Hatcher, Hatcher and Hatcher, Hatcher and Hatcher, Hatcher and Sons. Uh, they are mm. hosting. Like Trinity Church is hosting a <laughs> marriage conference, <laughs> October twenty sixth and twenty seventh, with our pastor. And pastor's wife, Doug and Nancy. Wait, wait, we sharing our pastor with them? Yeah, they're going over there doing Just this one time. Just this one time. So you guys got, it's why marriage matters. You got to go to trinitychurchconferences.com. Trinitychurchconferences.com to sign up. If you're over in Seattle area, you got to get over October there. October 26th yes. and October 27th, yes. Pastor Douglas Wilson and his wife, Nancy Wilson, why marriage matters. That's right. If you are anywhere close to Seattle, you better mm. get there. Mm-hmm. That's right. And the second thing that we want to plug here, we've been working with Faithwire on a special project uh, to help uh, brothers uh, fight pornography, the sin of pornography. That's right. And if you go to setfreecourse.com, setfreecourse.com, uh, Pastor Jeff Durbin was involved That's in this, right. Pastor Toby, uh, Pastor Wilson, uh, and then we did a round table with Doug, Toby, Darren. Keith Darrell. Keith Darrell yeah. was in it. That's Darryl right. Darryl. Man, was, this is good. And so there's basically about a, a 11 video projects as part of this. Uh, excuse that, me, seven videos. Seven videos. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Seven video <laughs> sessions, seven videos. 11 Bible lessons. There thank you. you. And and then there's a downloadable um, workbook. Yes, thank you, Toby. <laughs> so go, go to setfreecourse.com. And if you put in cross politic, you get a 20% discount on this. Oh, wait, really? Yeah. What's the website? Uh, setfreecourse.com. Setfreecourse.com. And if you put cross politic, you write that in. In the coupon section or, or the uh, discount section, you get about 20, you get 20% off. But okay. don't, don't club members get something special too? That's right. That's what right. So cross politic club members mm-hmm. are going to get a free. One of the one four, free session, one, one free, video yep. um, session is going to be released for free to cross politic members in our club member portal. Okay, okay, and so we haven't we haven't quite decided which one we're going to do yet. Are I you going to? We're, we're close. We're close. Okay, I've got an ideas. But yeah. it was it was uh, me and Knox and Toby and Doug. It was great to work on. It was a great yeah. great right. little project. And if you're not a member so. yet, why? What's wrong what, with what's, you people? What's wrong Come with on. you people? Right. And so uh, you can always go to crosspolitic.com, hit join, become a member. You can also have access to our Worldview Shotgun hey. series. Yes. Discounts in our merch store. And as you as you see, we're trying to add more and more perks to it right. every day. But this is one of the most helpful ways you can support mm-hmm. CrossPolitik. If you want to see this, the see the network grow become a member and, and our club members are becoming like family i was down in houston and got to stay with one of our club members what? Uh, him and his uh really? wife and kids their house it was awesome yeah that's right <laughs> that's right and i got to, i was playing i the baseball with their boys out in the backyard and, wow. and it was fun oh, and that's then, 
That's so great. become a club member so Gabe can come to your house and play baseball. <laughs> exactly. I don't, that's not, we can't promise that as part of the membership, but, but absolutely. And then I was in Nashville. I'm wearing this shirt because I was in Nashville speaking at a couple schools um, a couple weeks ago. Redeemer Classical Redeemer Academy. Classical Academy gave me a shirt to wear on the show. They said, please wear this on Cross Politics. Redeemer, I just want you to know, we. I got real love for you because I yep. saw the green this morning. I was like, you wearing green on the show. Do you know how hard it is for me to color correct all these cameras <laughs> yep. to your green shirt? He's like, it's for the school. So just want it's you to know. It's for the children. We love y'all. <laughs> and, and David, shut up. He was like, oh, all right. All right. All right. Okay. All right. all right. So Idaho is more progressive than New York City. I don't believe that. Right. Just for just for probably like another move? week or two. Okay. Uh, Idaho is more progressive than New York City. Just, just, are you going to have to move? I, yeah, I'm wondering. <laughs> so what, what, what I mean by that. Is that it? Right, currently in Idaho, you can actually change your birth certificate to match what you identify as. Oh, your gender. Your gender. That's right. Or your whatever. Yeah, <laughs> your whatever. Your whatever, as you want your, to be your whatever. Plus sign. Exactly. In New York City, it's actually in the state of New York. You still can't play with your birth certificate. It's backwards. And so. Mayor, idiot. Yeah, that's right. I know. How's Idaho is more progressive than New York City? So Mayor Bill De Blasio said Tuesday he'll soon sign legislation allowing New York uh, New Yorkers to select a third gender category on their birth certificate. Isn't, isn't it's just going to say other? I don't know. Or what? It, yeah. They, they probably liberal, haven't determined right? that The majority yet. of New York, that's a oh, liberal. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So yeah. we're, we're conservative, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Idaho? Okay. Just, we proved this, I think, back in like April-ish. The, the thing is, is part of the problem is, is that I think there's a deep... Uh, libertarian streak and mm-hmm. um and i have in idaho i have idaho. Simp- and libertarians have this weird um if it doesn't hurt you let blind do spot yep. in their in their thinking where they're just sort of like get the government out let me do whatever i want mm-hmm. yep. and so it's so frequently libertarians get taken for a ride yep. by liberals yep that's right and the liberals are like oh yeah sure and they'll play along yep. to push their agenda and and the libertarians uh uh, just and then all of a sudden we're go with it because they're like yeah let people do whatever they want yeah. so I think that's the connection I don't actually think we're more progressive yeah well and here's here's one I mean thing we kind of are but we kind of are I think I think it's right. I think it's the libertarians getting yeah, played that's right well and here's here's the other side of this and this is why it's definitely not a libertarian play for New York City is Mayor uh, De Blasio. It, he said. He said. Did you say like a curse word? He did. He did. De Blasio. Blasio. De Blasio. Um, he said it's important that we act because of the absence of options at the state and federal level. So he's saying the state hasn't passed the, this birth certificate thing. The federal level hasn't passed this birth certificate. Hasn't solved this birth certificate problem. And then he says so much of the documentation that we depend on in our everyday lives comes from the state and federal government. You know. So like we. <laughs> We need the federal government to be able to document our gender. Otherwise, otherwise, we don't know what sex we are. Yes. Well, here's something that I think is very interesting about that comment. I remember a long time ago, Vody, uh, during the election, I think it was 2012, I think during Obama's first election, was that when it was? I think it was 2012? I can't remember. Uh, so, anyway, it's something like that. Yeah. I remember it was the first election. He said, you know, people are all up about who the president is, but I think they should be way more concerned about who their sheriff and mayors are. Mm-hmm. I think they should be way more concerned Ooh, on the local yeah. level of who is representing them there locally. That's right. And I remember taking that to heart. And what he's talking about is exactly the same thing. Yeah. He's like, look, we'll solve our own local problems here. Right. Right. Because the federal and the state aren't solving these problems for us. So we'll solve them. Yep. That's right. And, and this man, is the, he's kind of right. Lesser, like, the lesser magistrate. Right. He, he, right. he gets the, the magistrate issue, right? Yeah. The city is leading the state 
leading the feds. Yeah. That's right. That's right. He's and like, it's 2008, Obama. Yeah. Obama Two, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. 2012 was the second one. You don't yeah. remember those glory years? I just, I just wasn't paying attention I when should. you first said that. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Are you people going to... Uh, just lost half of another black card. <laughs> God damn it. Ain't got many of those left. All right. I got, I got to move on. My favorite my favorite article that we're going to cover uh, on the show today is um, these three scholars. One's a journalist. One's a researcher. One's an author. Uh, they're... They're apparently they're liberals. Yeah, Helen Pluckrose, uh-huh. James Lindsay, and Peter Bagassian. Yep, mm. they set out to prove how silly academic journals are. Yes, which we. Oh yeah. Did you need to prove that? Oh, was right. there a study? If, if you so, don't know. So what they did was they started submitting academic journals um, covering you know culture, cultural identity they're issues. Shams. Gender, yes. They're yep. sham. They're sham. Sham articles. They Fake submitted articles. Yep. They submitted twenty up to twenty papers to relevant journal journals. And so far, seven of them have been accepted. And I'm gonna I'm gonna go through four of them have been published online. Yes, so not just published in journal, but online. Um, one of them, uh, one of their academic articles. Remember, they're peer reviewed. They go through a process, and then they get accepted, and they get published. One of them was uh, their most infamous one was about a dog. How a dog's park promotes rape culture in Portland, Oregon. <laughs> dog park. <laughs> Promote rape that, culture in Portland. That got accepted. Was accepted another, and published. Yes, accepted. Another published paper suggested men frequent in restaurants like Hooters because they're nostalgic for patriarchal dominance and enjoy being able to order attractive women around. There might be maybe a little truth to that. Don't feed the bears. <laughs> don't feed, don't right. feed the trolls. But restaurants like Hooters. <laughs> I think it's true, probably. Yeah. But I think you couldn't you couldn't have actually uh, probably proven that scientifically. Yeah, I was going to say. Hmm. All right, all right, two two more here. All right, I'm waiting. Uh, they accepted so some other academic journals accepted, um, but not yet published yet uh, papers including the critique of social justice and unethic. Uh, social justice is unethical. So someone critiqued that they they um, uh, one that was nothing more than kind of a bitter divorced feminist ramblings. Created using a, a teenage angst poetry generator. It was a random teenage angst poetry generator. Yeah. So they just used that and then published that as bitter no divorce way. feminist ramblings. Yeah. And it was yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's being considered. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> and 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 then the this is this is probably the worst one. The one that they rewrote part of Hitler's Mein Kampf. 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 <laughs> we in Texas we say camp. Um. Mm-hmm. And they, they rewrote one of the chapters with fashional buzzwords. So they just took out, I think they put in like gender studies yeah, kind of buzzwords right. and but stuff. But it was basically rewriting a, a, a chunk of Hitler's Mein Kampf. Yeah. And it was, you know, Marxist being, theory. You know what, it's crazy. critical theory. No one would even know theory. what that is anymore. No, pretty no, much. It sounds, no. it, it sounds like critical theory. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. Right. And, yeah. I was, and I was kind of thinking about all this. I was like, well, actually, the Christians, we have set precedent for accepting bad peer reviewed academic books in our own bookstores. Like, like what? Like, well, I was thinking Rob Bell, Brian McLaren. Tim LaHaye, and we we've we've showed them how to accept bad academic journals, you know, and and not only that, but we we pay them a stipend. How would they how would they consider it. bad? I mean, they're bad theological writings for sure. Um, but it's it's I'm, I'm drawing the, the the line between I'm academic just and theology. You to draw it clear yeah. for me. These guys aren't academics at all. I mean, Rob Bell, Brian McLaren, and Tim LaHaye are not academics. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. okay, so they're they're writing popular level literature, but I think there's a there is an analogy that I yeah. think that 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 Gabe is is pointing out which is accurate which is that we don't have high standards. Well, no. We don't have, so the church is not le- yeah. like we're supposed Trump to love is our president. 
<laughs> hey man, he had, he owned a university. I don't know, but that might Trump be, University. It might be better than. I'm just saying many. it's, it's oh, been working man. out pretty good for us. I'm just saying our standards still aren't that high. You know? Yeah. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Trump, but the, but the church Trump's, been... the, Trump's the presidential equivalent <laughs> of Tim LaHaye. <laughs> oh, 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 fair hey, enough. You thought what I said was bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Fair, fair enough. enough. <laughs> but bottom line is, like, the church has been publishing trash. I yeah. agree. Right. I agree. Yeah. We're, we're required yeah. by God to love Him with all of our mind. Yeah. Which means that Christians should be some of the the people who most care about thinking in a straight line, yeah. careful distinctions, defining our terms, mm. um, strong argumentation, yeah. uh, logic, reason. I mean, all yeah. these things should be our wheelhouse. Yeah, they yeah. used to be. And and there were times in which everybody looked to Christians. Yeah. Um, for that kind of leadership, academic leadership, real high end, high octane scholarship. Yeah. Yeah. And now yeah. we're basically the laughing stock. I think this all yeah. plays into yeah. kind of Trump's fake news, too. It's like no one's really working hard to find truth. And everybody's after their own ideology and they want to push that. They're Oof. not working hard yeah. to say, OK, let me challenge myself. Let me. Is this true? Has it been tried? Has it been tested? Right. We were just talking about this earlier, weren't we? We were talking about uh, I can't remember her name, but she's in the business of writing about. Um, sex, sexual conduct and how people are made and, and are there two sexes or three sexes or we were talking about that. Yeah, she yeah. was interviewed on the Federalist and she's a liberal and she said, look, I'm just trying to follow the information. She's doing just basic real journalism, real and, science. And she, she's like, you, you said she was like a sex doctor. Yeah, she's a sex doctor. Exactly. And so she's trying to figure uh, out. This show is not family at all. Sorry, not, sorry, no. sorry, sorry. <laughs> Come back next week. <laughs> Hope you didn't regret that share. And, what, <laughs> and, and wait, what did you say about her? And, though? and so she's like, I'm just trying to find out, um, this, trace the science down and see if this is really true. And she's come to the conclusion from the science that there's only two sexes. <laughs> a man wait, and a wait, woman. Wait, 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 wait. Right. So you, she did all this work. <laughs> right. And but, then found out. Right. And so discovered she got, she's basically kind of got, you know, her, everybody in her culture is basically getting money because of, from liberals yeah. for the studies that produce certain oh, type yeah. of outcomes. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Well, if you start saying, well, actually, this is a bad deal. There's, to, there's no scientific evidence that right. there are more than two sexes. Well, all of a sudden now your college, whoever you're working yeah. with, your group stops getting money from these yeah. people. How's that working out and, for her? Yeah, it's it's not. Wow. It's right. not. You know, right. she, you know, so she kind of stopped doing the science stuff and started working more on journalism. Okay. Because yeah, she's she, done. Because yeah. she can't get the money to That's do the hilarious. science, which is interesting because you would think Christians, well, hey, I mean, we don't need the science to know those things, right. but it would be good if we actually had a place in there. It's like, no, no, no. We're going to set the standard for what truth right. is in all genres, well, too. And, and Christians, they don't need the science to know this is true, but yeah. they should love the science That's that right. demonstrates it's true. That's right. Yeah, right? right. So, so I mean, yeah. we're, we are, we should love God's created order. The ARC experience, right. for instance. Uh, right? We right. should, we should love what God has, has embedded in the natural world. Yeah. It's, That's it's right. not sufficient to save. We need the work of the Holy Spirit. We need God's special revelation in scripture. Right. But man, it's just this glorious, Truth, though, when your eyes are opened by the Holy Spirit to see what's there, we should love it. We should be the best scientists. That's right. The best um, artists, the best um, you know technicians. We should be the ones um, who love the world because the world is is constantly talking about its maker. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. those kind of things. So this lady, she's moving more conservative because she doesn't have a ability to be Just able to speak. Because of the academic dishonesty. That's right. Yeah. And so she's right. like, it was really interesting because listen to this interview, she said, the conservatives, I don't even know if she said this. I think the host might have said this. Conservative environments allow for liberal ideology to exist. Right. 
But liberal ideology does not allow for anybody to disagree yeah, with. That's right. That's, that's right. right. That's and, real good. Yeah. So, yeah. And this goes back to the Gosnell interview we had uh, last week. Yes. With, um, and McElhaney. I said it. McElhaney. Something like that. And you know, her. I'll fix it. Her point that. Her point that you know they walk in and where are all the, where's the media? Yeah, right. Empty, yeah. empty, empty, empty. There's empty nobody media. there. Yeah. Why? Well, because this is a story we're not going to talk about. Yeah. It's not politically correct. It doesn't Fake line news. up with our views. Uh, it's yep. right. Which is you know. So you care about the truth? Yeah. No. Nope. And here's the thing: is we ha- we have to talk about all this. We ha- this is you know unfortunately we need to bring up even sex on the show and talk about what you know even cultural, sex even sex on Time the show. Was it. Hey kids, we have to. Why don't you grab a popsicle something from the freezer real quick? All right, <laughs> no. all right, three, no, no. two, all right, right. And let mom and dad we're, decide we're, if they want to bring the kids in the room. We're talking about this in a sensible, honorable. I, I okay, agree. okay, all right, I okay. agree. Um, and and this Houston, is not, it's not worse than anything in Leviticus. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this this That's article, true. Houston has a problem. Uh, they, I was uh, just in the city of Houston. They keep having a problem. Uh, and and there's a, a sex robot brothel that's trying to open up in the city of Houston. Uh, yep, sex robot brothel. And this movement, actually, I think the first one opened up in Toronto. Inconceivable. <laughs> in Toronto. So apparently there's already one operating in Toronto, so they're trying to open up one there's in one Houston. Already, wait, wait, wait. There's one already op- operating and functioning in that, Toronto. That's in Canada? Yeah, Canada. Okay. So that yeah. ain't America. Well, they're trying. <laughs> we're, we're they're trying. trying. Okay. And so there's one trying to open up. Well, well, the mayor and the residents kind of found out about this, and so they're trying to throw in all sorts of ordinances to be able to keep it from opening up. And the ordinance that they've constructed, the language that they've constructed, it say is says that um, the on-premise use of devices or other items intended to provide sexual stimulation or sexual gratification w- uh, would be banned. So, <laughs> so they're just banning the on. I know it's 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 almost it's so laughable. Right? We're just they're just trying to ban the on-premise use, which means they can still sell uh, have sex robot stores, you, you know, retail retail stores. Yeah, they just can't use them at the store. Uh, and everything, but as us, you know, I think there's actually a bigger theological thing that needs to be kind of hammered out oh, here. Oh, I bet. Right, <laughs> you bet. Just a little bit. <laughs> how did we get to sex robots? Uh, you know, I was kind of thinking. You know, how do we think about this in relationship to adultery? How do we anchor right. the sin of mm. having sex with a robot in scripture? Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. You know, um, what kind of wow, perversion? There, what kind huh? of what kind we're of? There. It's crazy that we have talked. What kind of perversion is this? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> After you, bastard. Yeah, let's, let's, <laughs> oh, all my right. gracious. <laughs> oh, my gracious. Um, but we have to think through this because what I what know. will happen when, let's say, a husband goes to another city, hooks up I, with a sex robot, right. and then comes home and says, hey, I didn't commit adultery. Well, it's easy for the church to handle. The well, church you would already, think. The church, you would well, think. I don't think so. I mean, uh, it should be. Uh, we, it, yes. So, well, uh, I mean, we can, we haven't even been disciplining men for actually committing real adultery. Oh, man. That's message. right. That's right. Where is that <laughs> message? Um, we we, we right. haven't been yeah. disciplining men for, you know, being addicted to porn. I mean, we, I mean, we, right. I mean, we're. And if you are, you should get on set free. What's the website? That's right. Setfreecourse.com. Absolutely. But, um, yep. but, okay. But you're right. It should be easier for the church. Yeah. I mean, it's. It's right there in the Bible. Talk about learning to use your brain, use your mind, read the Bible, do what it says. Mm-hmm. Um, oh man, there's so many angles on this. I don't even know where to begin. Um, so first off, I was, I was I think this is high tech porn. Yeah, right. I think I think that's the category. It's high tech yep. porn. There's not another person involved, technically speaking. Uh-huh. Um, and mm. but I think um, yes, certain forms of hard hearted um, uh, perpetual porn use amounts to adultery. 
Um, so a man who will refuse, or a woman for that matter, refuses to repent yep. of of porn use over a long period of time. I think at some point elders could step in and say this is effectively de yeah. facto adultery. Yeah. Um, your body belongs to your wife. Yeah. It doesn't right. belong to you. Well, yeah. and, and you're and giving actually, it away. Every everything is actually adultery. Jesus says you lust in your heart. It's immediate adultery. Yeah. But what your, your point is, but I'm saying it's, over it's, the long it's haul. crossed the line yeah. into that objective form of adultery. All uh-huh. lust is adultery here yeah, in your heart. Right. It needs to be confessed. But uh, the, the, in the sense that it, it could be grounds for a divorce. Yeah. yeah. The, the thing that you're getting at is, okay, so what about, um, it's crim- is it a crime? Well, not just that, though. I think it's even, I, I would push just a little bit back on the high tech point. I think that's definitely that. But I also feel like it's an abuse of creation and tools so like Leviticus 18 <laughs> uh, rocks weren't made for that steel right. wasn't made for that go, plastics yeah. weren't made for that go through Leviticus 18 and yeah. and, and ba- I mean yeah. you read sometimes you read Leviticus 18 and you think really God was that necessary we, do we need this like, in the Bible you, you, yeah. you know you shall not lie with your sister you shall not lie with your mom, mom. you shall yeah. not lie you know, right. with a man you know a, all these things and, 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 and it's like well, actually, God knows how wicked the heart of man is. Right, yep. exactly. He says, basically, um, if left to themselves, they will try to hump anything. <laughs> right? That's real. Yeah. Right. Okay. That's right. And, and, and I, I don't mean that just to be crass. I'm just yeah. saying that's, that's the... It's but a, that's where we're at. It's an animal instinct. Yeah. Right? Um, when, when, when Adam and Eve sinned in the garden... Um, it's not an accident that they were clothed with animal skins. Yeah. Right. Now, That's on the right. one hand, it was a, it was a picture of atonement. It was a picture of covering that God covered their nakedness. And on the other hand, I think it was a revelation that in your you sin and in beast. your fallenness, yeah. you've become like a beast. That's a, that's a good observation. And, and when you divorce the definition of sex from God, that's what it, it, yeah, you, you start you're, acting you're, like animals. Yeah, exactly. You so, start acting like animals. I want to come around to this some of the third segment because I okay. want, we got David Robertson coming up. But real yes. quick, though, I, I want you to go through because this is really good. We talked about this earlier. Yeah. They have one standard for how the church is supposed to handle this in the spiritual realm. Yeah. And then there's a civil civil realm. Right. So the state right now is trying to figure out how in the world they can handle this thing. Right. And they're, they're passing a law that on the on-premise use of devices or other items intended to provide sexual stimulation or sexual gratification but would be banned. they're to the party. They're trying to make this yeah. a crime, and, but and it's it, already a crime. Okay. Here's the thing. So or is it? Biblically speaking, it should be a crime. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, this is a public menace. It's what the Bible calls an abomination. And again, read Leviticus 18. Leviticus 18 describes um, particularly um, sodomy and bestiality as a certain kind of defilement. And God mm-hmm. says that you shall not defile yourselves with any of these things, for by all these things the nations are defiled, which I am casting out before you. Um, it says, for the land is defiled, therefore I visit the punishment of its iniquity upon it, and the land vomits out its inhabitants. Okay. What it means to to commit an abomination or this kind of defilement of a land, it's not just that it's a private thing between that's two people right. that's, that's a right. sin. <clears throat> it's something that actually publicly defiles land. And and God's talking about pagan nations here, yeah. Yeah. not Israel nations, but pagan nations. And he says, now if you start acting like the pagan nations, right. I'm going to treat yeah, I'm going to yeah. treat you like I treated the pagan nations. Right. But an abomination is a public menace which God promises he will com- he will eject you from the land. Yeah. Um the land will vomit you out. Yeah. Um you will you it will destroy your land. But and so it should be a crime. That's why it should be yeah. a crime. Yeah. Here's the thing though. What's the uh, this city council has absolutely no grounds to do this. What's yeah. their standard? How, how many homosexual brothels are there Ooh. in Houston? 
Yeah, right. Right? right. You're going to say you can't have sexual stimulation or sexual gratification with a robot, yeah. but you are allowing sodomy rant- rampant yeah. through your city? That's yeah, right. absolutely. Mm-hmm. absolutely. A- actually, having sex with a robot, as perverse as it is, is not as bad as sodomy. That's right. Yeah. You, you already oh. let you let the worst thing in. Where two men yeah, this are, yeah. are dishonoring one another. <laughs> yeah. There are two people at least involved, yeah. and that's an abomination. Yeah. In this case, it's one person yeah. who's yeah. doing something that is a perversion, is an abomination. Okay, a piece so, of metal so, or silicone or so whatever. Because like, we could talk about this for more. <laughs> yeah. more but yeah. quickly though, what would be the the civil punishment for this, and where would you pull that from? Well, the the the, the civil. This is a um. This is like first of all, it's prostitution. Illegal. Prostitution. Uh, yeah. Is the the analogous yeah. thing? I, th- I think all prostitution should be illegal. Yeah, prostitution absolutely. should be illegal. Yeah, um, because um, people should uh, should not be th- their their bodies should not be bought and sold. Mm. Um, and so um, that's um, that should be illegal. It should be restricted. It should um, by the by the by the civil magistrate. Yeah. Um, and um, we would have to work out exactly the, the civil penalties yeah. because there's obviously consent involved and so on yeah. in a way that it's it's not the exact same thing as rape. Yeah. Um, but there's something analogous there. Because you can't there. rape a robot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It's already illegal. <laughs> Thanks, They're trying to rush to make it illegal yeah. because they don't have any standard. Yeah. All right, David yeah. Robertson, when we come back on Cross Politic, you're going to really like this next this interview. Guy, this guy's great. <laughs> he's, he's, yeah. he's Scottish. Yeah, my kind of guy. Uh, All right, listen up. We are looking for anything that looks like drugs or paraphernalia. Philadelphia Police Department, we have a search warrant. What is that smell? Man, you got to see this. This is normal. I don't know. I've never been in an abortion clinic before. You are not going to believe what I saw last night. How many? So far, we found over 30 of them. Healthy woman goes into a clinic, comes out dead, and there's no police report? Files have been moved recently. Look at this. You'll be the prosecutor who went after reproductive rights, and you'll be a racist to boot. You've got a lot of folk who'd like to see abortion outlawed. And this is not going to be the case that gives them an excuse. Prosecution has offered you a plea bargain, Dr. Gosnell. And I would have to admit I was guilty. I'm not guilty. When you get to the courthouse, you are going to be swarmed by reporters. You ready for this, counsel? Where is everybody? When was the last time your division inspected Dr. Gosnell's clinic? We had instructions directly from Governor Ridge's office not to inspect. Wouldn't testify in that case about anything. You don't find a doctor who will. And you look at the facts, you will see what I see. An overly zealous Catholic investigator. Is that what you want to make this about? Nothing that man did that protects women or children. And you don't have to be a pro-life activist to see that. Kermit Gosnell is perhaps the most prolific serial killer in American history. You better win. I should have got something Scottish, you know what I mean? Yeah, we should. should be playing bagpipes. Yeah, right man. Oh, no, don't do that. Don't. <laughs> we have guests in <laughs> Welcome back to Cross Politic. With us on this segment, we are very grateful to have Pastor David Robertson. He's a minister of St. Peter's Free Church in Dundee, Scotland. I probably Ooh. pronounced everything wrong already. <laughs> uh, Not the David part. Dundee. Oh, no. <laughs> the church is famous for being the original church of Robert Murray McShane. 
Um, he's also associate director of the Solas Center for Public Christianity, Ooh. Uh, which you can find at www.solas-cpc.org. Yes. He's yeah. married to Annabelle. They have three children. Are they ba- all baptized? They are indeed. <laughs> oh, oh. You, you all right, David. You all right. Praise <laughs> he, God for it. Does, the Lord God bless you real good, brother. <laughs> David does a lot of writing in newspapers, magazines, on the net, also books. He's the author of Awakening, The Life of Robert Murray McShane, The Dawkins mm. Letters, Quench, uh, which is apparently uh, Cafe Evangelism, Magnificent Obsession. His latest book is called Engaging with Atheists. Ooh. David, thanks so much for being on Cross Politic. No problem. It's good to be with you. And uh, I'm astonished to discover that you actually speak English, but well done. <laughs> uh oh. Uh oh. There's, like, there's a little pond rivalry going on right. here. I see how this going to be. Yeah. This, this is going to be fun. Uh, so you yeah, see. Yeah, well. Yeah, I'm saying that you got you guys started it, but I forgive you. But carry on. Okay, oh, it's true. It's true. You seem to be an anomaly, David, as a pastor engaging in politics in the UK. We didn't know any of you existed. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. Why aren't there more pastors speaking out on politics and political issues in the UK? And what's that like being something of a of unicorn a, a unicorn? There, yeah. yeah. Well, it's kind of lonely at times, but um, the bottom line is there are pastors who speak out on political issues, um, but they tend to be, in my view, more interested in the politics than in the gospel. Mm. Um, I'm not particularly a politician, but my view is uh, – the long and the short of it is I think Christendom has gone in this country, but I think Mm. it's still the role of the church to have – using the jargon, a prophetic ministry. Mm-hmm. And I think the best thing we can do for the culture is to speak the word of God into that culture. Amen. And that's what I'm yeah. trying to do. It's it, Your website's called theweflee.com. Yeah. Uh, explain this yeah. to our audience. Yeah, okay. Um, uh, basically, we, W-E-E, is a Scottish term for little. And when I wrote the Dawkins letters, Richard Dawkins wrote a uh, commentary on myself and John Lennox and some others and said we were like fleas living off a dog's back. He was quoting the poet W.B. Yeats, as I'm sure you all know. Yeah. Um, and he, he uh, being such cultured Americans. But he, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, he, um, he banned me from his website several times because basically any comment that I made got such a vitriolic reaction. It made them look like you know, I once said if uh, I'd gone on the ISIS website and said Mohammed was a pedophile, I wouldn't have got such a reaction. <laughs> so it didn't, it, it didn't make them look good. Right. So what they did was, I mean, I got banned. And then I thought, Do you know this, I kept coming back under pseudonyms. And after he called me a flea, my church's nickname, the Free Church of Scotland, the nickname is the We Freeze. So I thought he will know nothing about Scottish Presbyterian history. So I'm just going to call myself the wee flea and see how how long I can get away with it. Uh. And I got away with it for about three or four months. Uh, And then the name just stuck. And I like the idea of a flea. You know, a lot of what I try to do is what a friend calls, uh, I try to put a pebble in people's shoes. I don't want to annoy them. But I want to make them uncomfortable and get them to think. Yeah. So I quite like the idea of the wee flea, and since then it's stuck, and that's basically how everyone knows me. <laughs> you said you don't want to annoy him, but you're Scottish, though, right? So, <laughs> yeah. Well, no, no. What you what you need to understand is that the Scots have everything good, and so I mean, I was I, w- I was training some American pastors once, and I said, "Look, this is what we invented, guys. 
we invented radio, we invented tarmacadam, we invented the tire, we invented TV. You know, these are all the things that we invented. Like Al Gore, we invented the internet. Probably. No. <laughs> you can take Al Gore. But, said, <laughs> but, yeah, but unfortunately, said, well, Scotland's well, you know, also... You can keep him. And I said, this is what Americans invented. And I put up a list. I, I don't think they were amused. Uh-oh. It was uh, <laughs> string cheese and the nuclear bomb. <laughs> oh, okay, baby. I see where yeah. you're going. So, yeah. you tell me something. As you've been fighting, what have you seen the most success at in your ministry as you've been engaging politics with the gospel? Well, I'll tell you what. My, my aim always, right, is to provoke people to come to a point where they think we need Jesus Christ because mm. this this mm. place is stuffed yeah. without Him. And what's happening is, it, I, I actually believe it's. It, for me, it's a form of evangelism. It's not as simple as saying, this is the problem, now Jesus is the answer. But I think what I'm trying to do is get our society to question its own presuppositions mm. and where it's going. Mm-hmm. And then I want to say to people, well, do you know all the things that you have that you say you want, like liberty, equality, diversity, yeah. these actually all come from Christianity. Yeah. And if you're going to give up Christianity, you're giving up the roots, you give up the roots, you're going to lose the fruits. That's mm-hmm. right. And mm-hmm. And I just keep plugging away with that. And, you know, it's beginning to get through with some people. Mm. You know, I, we get a lot of sympathy from people. And the amazing thing is I get people coming to my church now and say, we never heard. We've, yeah, we've never heard anyone right. talk like this. That's right. And just bit by bit by bit. That was, that was my, you know, one of my, one of my th- thoughts was, how does your congregation feel about maybe getting fire from from you engaging in in with the Christian faith and politics, but then also they maybe get a little blowback from from your engagement. How does how does that well, shake think, down? Yeah, I think they probably do. I mean, yeah, the, the atmosphere of hostility here is horrendous at times, but there are also there, there's also you know this is an opportunity. I mean, you have the same you have the same in the states. You have people who claim to be progressives, but they're not. They're regressives. Mm. They're regressing to a Greco-Roman pagan view of the world. Right. Yeah. And. Mm. And my, my, I always say to Christians, don't be discouraged by that. I said, that's bad for the society. It ain't so bad for the church because that's where we originally flourished. We flourished in the Greco-Roman pagan. So I said, the the gospel is geared for this. Mm. So what I say to our guys is, look, here's what's happening. You you, you need to – I mean, I don't preach politics on the pulpit. I don't. I teach the word of God. I I preach uh, through books of the Bible. That's right. but it's very interesting. I had a woman come along and she said, David, the reason I came is the church I went to would always try and relate to the culture, but it never brought the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> and then I, I went to Ouch. another church and they always had the Bible, but they knew nothing about the culture. Yeah. And what <laughs> I like right. what you do here is, yeah. you know, you're teaching the Bible, but it's like my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, yeah, I'm, I'm going out on Monday and this is the word of God for today. Yeah. So... You know, occasionally I'll take subjects, but usually I find the Bible, you know, the Lord knew what he was doing when he gave us his word. Right. Because it, apply, it applies <laughs> yeah. in all ages. Amen. So I believe absolutely in the Bible. I teach the Bible, and I see it having an impact. Occasionally what I will do is I will, um, like in two weeks' time, I'm going to do something on the whole gender thing because that's such a huge thing. So <laughs> I'm going to do what is humanity right? Yep. Um, from Genesis 1 and 2. Yep. But it's not often I do that, maybe two or three times a year. Right. But the, I mean, where they get the blowback is because I'm in the secular media quite a lot. I was in the BBC yesterday, and I understand I'm going to be in the local newspaper tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and th- they get blowback at work. Right. Yeah. Think, right. I'm, I, I'm telling them they have an opportunity right. to, to witness then. Because people, what do you think of this? What do you think of what your minister said? Mm. Right. And yeah. so on. 
You know, I, think, and I, I tell them to stand firm. You know, that's right. I, I'm, I say to them, disown me if I'm wrong. Right. <laughs> well, if, and if you so know that, if you know any history about our church and what we're doing here, our pastor's Pastor Doug Wilson, and he's yeah. been all over the media, national kind of similar yeah. similar experience to what I guess you have in your church and your congregation. I, I when I was at the University of Idaho, uh, when when uh, there's some significant blowback back in 2002, three, four. And it became such a huge opportunity for me to share the gospel. I mean, I, I couldn't tell you how many times I had a I had a whole class for an hour and a half where the teacher asked me to come up front just to talk about my church and Jesus and everything been going on. It was just created a stage for you. Yeah, it was great. So yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think I think yeah. more pastors need to recognize that that's an opportunity. Yeah, I mean, when when yeah. you, when you are in the news, yeah, it's going to create a certain kind of blowback and pushback in certain ways. But absolutely, then the encouragement to the people is and. Think of this as an opportunity. I mean, Paul Paul never missed an opportunity. I mean, he's getting, you know, right. mobs, he's getting, you know, stoned, all yeah. these things, and yeah. every time thought and and in every place and in every way, it's an opportunity to preach Christ. And he was pushing himself through the security guards and everything. Yeah. Hey, let me preach Christ. Yeah. 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 Well well, not only that, I mean, you know, in the temple, but say that the Acts 17, and I mean I've I've stood at the Areopagus and seen where Paul did it. Yeah. And you know, what a nerve that guy had. Because yeah. he stood, and it's only when you stand there you realize it. He stood in front of this massive temple that, in today's terms, would have cost billions. Yeah. Wow. And he said to them, "Guys, you've wasted your money. Yeah. Because God yeah. doesn't live there." Yes. And the silversmith you know, was the, was pissed. And, and it was, you know, I mean, he quoted their own poets at them. He yeah. he, you know, what he did wasn't rude. Right. But boy, was it in your face. Right. So, David, do you, you know, th- it was. Do it was you, direct. Do you think that we're on the brink of a, I mean, I guess where you are, do you think you're on a brink of a revival then with this kind of preaching? Is that, are you starting, no. you say you're starting, oh, okay. No, no, no. 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 Right, right along. Thank you for listening to the show, everybody. All right. <laughs> no. He but discourages no, said, no, tithing I, in his I, church. Me, yeah, sure. I mean, let, let me tell you this. Look, uh, here's the thing. Uh, my view is that things are actually far worse than most of us are prepared to admit. Mm. And I get reputation, you know, for being a bit of a Jeremiah. And I remember one lady coming along saying, Dave, I hate coming because I, what you say is true, but it so depresses me. And I said, you ain't seen nothing yet. And I've only seen half of it, <laughs> oh, yeah. you know, if that. And and so I think the church is in a far worse situation than most of us are prepared to admit. Yeah. And it's the church I'm bothered yeah. about, not the culture. Amen. Because the church, Amen. Yeah. So, Amen. Um, because I think the church, if the church is in a healthy situation, then the culture eventually will It'll be. follow. Yeah. So uh, for me, it's the church I go for. Mm-hmm. And I think the church is in a far worse situation. However, the reason I can't say we're about to have revival is because I don't know. Because God is sovereign and who knows what God can do. Yeah. I mean, I came to a church with seven people in it, and four of them left when I came. And you know, it's what we call, it's what D. James Kennedy used to call a Scottish revival. A Scottish revival, yeah. And, yeah. And, oh now man, we that's have, great. N- now we have three hundred, and we planted two or three other churches. And awesome. I mean, we had a problem last Sunday, and I had a staff meeting during the week saying, "What we're going to do about this?" Because people came in and couldn't get a seat. Yeah. Yep. So we're going to, you that's know, we need to problem. shift. We need to, but we're not at revival yeah. because revival. Um, there's a reformation that occurs in the church. Revival is when the whole community is impacted by the Holy Spirit. Amen. So, but I Amen. think I do think it begins with the church. And at the moment, there's something going on here. You you can sense it. You can feel it. It's maybe my Celtic mysticism, but there's just an awareness <laughs> of God's presence. And we love being in worship on a Sunday. Yeah. It's the highlight Amen. for all our people. Amen. And they go out refreshed into the world. Yes. And that's really what I'm looking for. I'm I'm looking for a Christianity that impacts on the whole world because Christians are really Christians. Mm, praise Amen. God. Amen. So the, but at the same time, at the social side of it, when you see things like Brexit, is it is it encouraging to you to see some sort of 
fight against the status quo of culture? Yes, uh, I, I was very for Brexit, and I'm controversially for Brexit, mm. um, mainly because uh, I think that what we know as Western liberal democracies came out of Protestant Christianity. Right. Mm. And I think that uh, I, I am a Democrat, I think, in, in a, not in an American sense, nor am I a Republican in an American <laughs> sense, but um, I, I'm a Democrat uh, in, in that I believe democracy is the least worst way of governing, and I do think it arose <laughs> out of Protestant Christianity, largely Calvinism, and I think that uh, in us rejecting Christianity, we're rejecting the roots of our democracy, and our democracy will go, and I think the European Union is an anti-democratic organization. Now, there are other Christians who disagree with that, but I think what's happening in our culture overall is that our, our elites who govern us they haven't a clue what they're doing. I used to think they knew what they were doing, you know, and you'd have all these grand conspiracy theories. No, I just think they're ignorant. I, I, I don't think they know. I, I, I think they're just muddling on. I, I, I honestly don't think there's any great scheme apart from the devils. And, and yeah. the devil always uses ignorance. Yeah. But I, I, I honestly think it's just ignorance. Um, so the, the whole madness that you've got in the United States and that we've got as well where you're getting people being charged with being transphobic and hate speech because they say a woman is a woman, not a man. Right. You know, you'd, you'd say to people, no, that nobody can seriously, that cannot be possibly happening. And, right. I, and I've been saying to our folks for years, this is going to happen. Yes. Because when people give up Christianity, we're going to lose all the fruit, and that includes rationality and sanity. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly right. So what Romans 1 says. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> Romans, chapter one. So, Romans 1 was written for today. Yes. So Brexit is still shaking out. It hasn't been finalized. How do you, how do you yeah. see like this practically like shaking out? I think that Brexit probably won't happen. Uh, what I mean is we'll leave the EU, but it'll be uh, what they call Bino, Bino um, Brexit in name only. Huh. Now, Ouch. my only, my only um, caveat about that is the Lord can use things and change things. Yeah. Uh, I think if a proper Brexit happens, it will uh, it, it will be because of uh, almost miraculous intervention. That's how I would describe it. Wow. If America, you know, if America sort of historically followed the UK and European trends socially and ideologically, is there? Do you think there is a Brexit in America's future? I think that I think there's a mistake about this because Americans tend to think that you're following us that we're further down the road. I think that w when you talk about America, my understanding of America is that there isn't really one America. There's several. Yeah. And you know, if you're talking Harvard, Yale, um, you know, Northeast or whatever, you're talking that that culture. I think it's further down the road towards paganism than we are. Uh, mm. um, bizarrely, Whoa. I think because Europe had state churches. Yeah. Uh, we, we didn't go down that route. Basically, American mm. religion is fantastic in a free market when when that market is Christian. Yeah. When it stops being Christian, you're going downwards far quicker than we ever did. Huh. Wow. So you're blaming us. Uh, that's what uh, I, know, I, know. I don't know how to <laughs> respond I'm, right now. <laughs> no, uh, yeah. What I'm saying is um, that, you know, about 20 years ago, I was in the States and I, I was in the Southern and I was saying, look, guys, you, you need to understand that you're under 40s, you're under 30s are basically postmodern mm -hmm. yep. and yeah. you, you are sowing seed here and you're not, you're, you, you know, your churches are full, but you're not seeing what's coming. Yeah. And now those same churches I'm seeing, you know, where they had 2000, they've got 1000, right. you know, and, and, and 
I, for me, it's not it's not about blaming in a particular culture. I'm saying the devil's aim is always to destroy the culture. Right. How you destroy the culture is you take away its Christian roots. Yeah. And I think that uh, and and one of the best ways to take away the Christian roots is, of course, to corrupt the church. Yeah, that's right. And, and I, think, and that's I think happened with us, and it's happened with you. There's something I, th- I get what you're saying, and I think the that free market sort of sense and like disestablishment thing. I think there, I think you're right in the sense that the church and Christianity flourishes in that disestablishment and in that free market, but it also means that there's nothing there to hold it as soon as it apostatizes. Mm. And well, and you've got another problem as well because, for example, in the states just now, you've got uh, you know this big movement towards LGBTI rights, yep. you know Q A W whatever, yes. you know, any other seventy yep. seven whatever Don't they the are. Plus, yeah, and and, <laughs> and you've got your meg- several of your mega churches. Drifting that direction. Oh yeah, oh, it's not even the mega churches. It's PCA. They're, they're doing it in the name of love, but they're not. Yeah. Oh, they're yeah. doing it in the name of yep. compromise with the culture, right. so they can retain what they think will be their audience. Oh, uh, my view right. is that actually you got to go the hard route. You got to still hold up for the Bible, even when the culture's going against it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, and even reformed denominations are kind of bowing down. To So-called the conservative yeah. denominations. Yeah, they're absolutely I mean, starting to go soft on this. Yeah. Um, are well, the, you... worst thing, the worst thing with the conservatives is because, you know, because there are people who overreact and who make it the primary issue, which it isn't, but, but what they do is they don't want to be associated with them. Right. So what they do is they just keep quiet. Yeah. Right. Oh, so even that, that, that even happens here. I mean, I get man. people saying to me, David, what you say is right. You just shouldn't say it. <laughs> and I'm going, okay. Right. You that's know, cowardly. That's, that's not how it works. Yeah. That's cowardly. Now, are you, are you post-mill or a-mill? Um, uh, you, you're not going to like this, or oh, maybe you will like it. I'm a good old traditional Scottish post-millennial. Hey! hey, hey bro- all right. You hey, are wow. right. Hey. So, so if that's the case, uh, then what scotch should I be drinking? <laughs> Talisker. Oh, you're nice. How about, so one of my favorite is Belvini. What do you think of Belvini? It's okay, but I mean, basically, that's for Californians. You really need to go to <laughs> I'm from Texas, man. That's an insult. You got me. You got me. I don't, it was intended to be. <laughs> oh, man, we got to get him here. We got to get him here to our conference or something. So, David, what, what website can we check you out at? Um, the weflee.com is, uh, is my, is my blog. And basically I put up something there every single day because I write for a lot of different stuff and a lot of it is in cultural engagement. So for example, the latest thing we've got, I was walking home from church and you, you'll, you'll hardly believe this, but I saw a, a, a poster that, um, let me just tell you what it actually said. Please. Which was really, it was just, it was just utterly extra. I mean, my, my mouth dropped when I saw it. I thought, you know, I keep saying I'm, I'm going to be surprised and I end up. <laughs> <laughs> and I end up just thinking, no, I'm not, I'm not surprised anymore. How can I be surprised? <laughs> this is what it said. Dear bigots, you can't spread your religious hatred here. Wow. End of sermon. You're Scotland. Hate crime. Report it to stop it. And guess who commissioned that? The Scottish police and the Scottish government. Wow. So, wow. So, um, and they had, beside it, there were posters about transphobes and homophobes and so on. So... What I did, you'll la- I think you'll laugh at this. I, I-, I thought, ah, you're not getting away with this. <laughs> so I wrote a-, a blog about it, which has gone all over the place, and lots of politicians have contacted me, and the media contacted me, and they're generally sympathetic. Now, the Scottish government are trying to back off, saying we didn't mean it. I'm going, yeah, you did mean it. Yeah. Um, but here's, here's the thing. In-, in Scotland and the UK, they have the police have two things. They have a hate crime. Now, personally, I think all crime is probably motivated by hate, but never mind. Yeah, yeah. That is a crime that's specifically <laughs> that motivated by hate. It's yeah. an actual crime. 
but they have things called hate incidents, which are not crimes. So we've got police here following up things which are not crimes. Now, I wish they'd follow the crimes, but never mind. And this is what they say. A hate incident is any incident that is not a criminal offence, but something which is perceived by the victim or any other person to be motivated by hate or prejudice. Oh, wow. so perceived by the I victim? Perceived by the victim, yeah. yeah. Never mind anything. Or right? any other so person. Anyway. Yeah, so you yeah. reported them. You reported so the Scottish I police. Was, I, I reported the police to the police. Good. <laughs> and I reported the government to the government. Good. And I said, you've broken your own law. I said, um, I, I have no doubt at all that this was intended as hatred towards religious people, especially Christians, especially yeah. since you did it in a font that um, we often use. Oh. You know, it's a, a, an old style font. I said, um, but you, you basically are feeding the narrative that Christian people are uh, the primary homophobes and transphobes and racists right. and so on. And so I said, I find that. Uh, uh, motivated by hate and prejudice, they uh, want to push back. And I say, no, but wait a minute. Your own law says it doesn't matter two hoots what you intended. It's right. what I perceive. That's right. right. And as a result of that, hundreds of people have been reporting them, filling in crime hate forms <laughs> and sending off to the police. <laughs> wonderful. That is awesome. That is yeah. wonderful. <laughs> wow. It's, it is. Honestly, I love it because they just, oh, you know, Basically, give them enough rope, they'll hang themselves. That's right. That's yeah, exactly that's what they're right. Amen. That's Amen. Right. Oh, they don't need to be nasty to them. I don't need to. I sure. just simply say, I mean, I've had journalists phone me, and, they, and they're not Christians, and they're going, Yeah, we agree with what a stupid thing for them to say. Right. Yeah. And I'm saying, Yeah, guys, go for it. You know, so while we still have freedom of speech, I'm using it as much as possible. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Absolutely. Praise God. Yeah. We little flea dot com. We little flea dot com. Uh, no, 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 no. The wee flea. So <laughs> oh, the wee flea. The wee flea. Dot com. David Roberts. W-E-E-F-L-E-A dot com. There we go. Wonderful. David Robertson, thank you so much for being on the show, sir. More Cross Politic when we come back. Great to talk to you. Great to talk to you too, brother. Really, at the end of the day, we want our kids to have an amazing education. But we are sending our children into this world. And we want our kids to be able to stand toe-to-toe with this world and be able to defend their faith. CC really, really, really helps you to get that foundation. I love that they are getting, um, they have a safe place to explore their faith and that that biblical worldview is being reinforced. What we're doing at home is what's happening in the classroom. How important is it to you um, to be involved in your child's education? How important is it to you to um, instill your values in your child? How important is it to you to be a part of something that's a little bit bigger than you? How important is it to you to have your child be a part of something that's just a little bit bigger than them? Everything that I wanted for my children's education, every question I asked, Classical Conversations was the answer. Welcome back to Cross Politic. He was fiery. On Faith Wire. This guy's like the fight. Pastor Dave. Man. Pastor Dave. David Robertson. Man, what is he doing calling me a Californian? (laughs) 
Are you I'm, offended? I'm, I'm pissed. Are you offended? <laughs> I'm so I'm so mad right the, now. <laughs> the WeFlee.com. Check him out. Yeah. So um, he, and if you're in Scotland, check out his church. Yeah, seriously. Oh, and yeah. and uh, so you know, we're just we're yeah. like submissive Christians. Like when a pastor tells us that we have to buy scotch, we we just we just run right out. Yeah, uh, yeah. We got so, to. We got uh, to. So uh, so you, what do you got there, Gabe? Man, I got some. Talisker. Talisker. Yeah, Single the, malt I, I Scotch the, whiskey. I got the 10 year. See, David? And, you yeah, watching? Yeah. Come on. Come on, David Robinson. Pastor Pastor David. Yeah. Hey. Uh, uh, but but ma, we, ma, need ma. It, we need it. We need to get the Belvini because I want to do yeah. a taste test oh, here live. Gra- gra- oh, okay. Oh, it's, it's, in the go ahead, it's not in there. No, no. I already checked it. It's not in there? No, it's not. Oh, you mean my birthday, Belvini? He's you still, want me to he's share? He's still trying to get some of that out Here of you, go. isn't he? <laughs> no, I just, I, I'm going to do a taste test live, and I'm going to critique. You're going to critique? Uh, yeah. I don't think you critique Scott's, dude. Dude, you, you watch <laughs> this. You're from Texas. Oh, no, man. California. Oh, yeah. Mm. That's it. That's it, okay? Talisker. Here we go. Mm. Mm. Oh, that's just a little bit. That smells good. Mm. Got enough there. The show just changed. Can the kids come back in the room? Yeah, now? they can come mm. back in. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. it's all good. Well, they should have been back in the room for the last segment anyway. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you going to okay. write a review on this too? Ooh, ooh. Well, that's good. Ooh. That's pretty good. Mm. Talisker. Yep. I'm in. You right, Dave. All right. Praise God. All right. Are you, uh, how's Gabe feel about this? Which have you tried both of them yet? <sighs> Not yet. Ooh. Breathe. Mm. Yeah, I like that. It's more smoky than Belvini, for sure. I feel a little more reformed so, now. Um, the uh, the Belvini, the Belvini, the glory of the Belvini is it's got all sorts of um, beautiful notes in it. It's got like that that vanilla note in it. It's got um, what else got in there? He's talking like he knows something. <laughs> oh, Belvini! I know Belvini. Talisker's. Um, I've had Talisker before, but I've forgotten about it because Belvini's so good. That, that's good. Yeah, all right, that's enough. All right, move move around. All right, here we go. There we go. What are we going to talk about this this segment? Um, Uh, The Talisker is uh, is really good. I'm not. I'm not. Okay. So speaking of uh, no joke. Speaking of Scotland. Mm. Speaking of Scotland. uh, John Knox. No. (laughs) (laughs) John Chocolate Knox. (laughs) One of my heroes. Tim Keller wrote an article for the New York. Speaking of Scotland. (laughs) How did did it go from Scotland to Tim Keller? We got to work on his transitions. New York Times article, September 29th. Tim Keller writes an article entitled, How Do Christians Fit into the Two Party System? Mm -hmm. They Don't. That's the title. Okay. Uh, uh, Yeah. Okay. I, mean, I could I could say yeah. He says historical Christian positions on social issues don't match up with contemporary political alignments. Now I'm just going to skip. Um, you know, basically okay, kernel of truth here. Kernel of truth is which is, um, that we Christians should not think of their political parties as the gospel, as their identities, uh, their primary allegiance, their primary identities in, yep. in, in terms of like it's not synonymous with the church yep. and okay? their primary allegiance because yep. of mm-hmm. all those people who are constantly confusing the you know their their political party for for Jesus yep right like 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 you David you know because you're constantly doing that I know all the time you're tempted to do that you think <laughs> you think like Donald Trump is Jesus or something <laughs> I just know you do I know you do that all the time mm-hmm. I, I, all I'm saying is I don't think it's big of a deal that Keller thinks it is, but okay. I know there are some. I know there's some Christian churches that are waving American flags and doing, no, but I, there's. I think, but those guys actually set the standard for everybody okay. else. So, but yeah, Anyways, I, I get right. it. So, 
Um, who are cutting up Nike bands in their church. Okay, sure, sure, okay, sure. Okay. okay, okay. So there's a kernel, kernel of truth there. But here's the thing. So what he, what he wants, to, wants, to, wants to break down is this idea that there are certain things, sure, that Christians should. I mean, he's, he's, he's right in the sense also that he says um, for, to not engage politically is to be political. Of course. There's, there's not a way. There's no to, neutrality. There's no neutrality. That's right. And so, he, and, and he uses was, the example. That, I was glad he got there. Yeah. And yeah, he uses good. the example that, that you can, you know, the example he used. What's the example of not engaging Christians, not speaking up about something. And if, and if they don't speak up, they're, they're Complicit. affirming the status quo. That's right. What is it? What's that, the example he used? Race? Yeah. When? Slavery? Slavery. You're slavery. There you go. Of okay. course. Okay. That's easy. He's so brave, isn't that's, that's he? Easy. So brave. <laughs> right? Right? So brave. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, it's true. But then he says, so he says there's certain things that are clear and Christians must speak out on them. Okay, what are the things you think he might say that we, it's really clear that the Bible the obvi- says. If we're going for slavery, so the obvious ones would either be poor and. Um, I was going to say uh, headship and submission. That's. <laughs> women deacons is next. Is like, that was, oh, that was, that was, oh, yeah. the clear, okay. Yeah, so helping the poor. Helping the poor. Yep. In, um, and what's the other one? What's the no, other one? That, if it's a church thing, it's the widows. Right? No, no, no. Orphans? No, no. He would probably include all that. Poor orphans, widows, okay, all, okay, all one okay. thing. But what's oh. the other one that, that the world has given us permission to care about? Border crossing. <laughs> Immigration. Yeah, that probably would be racism. Oh. Yeah, I was thinking racism. Racism okay. and, and, and helping the poor are the things that all Christians everywhere. Racism. Okay, good. Uh, I just that's why, sure. that's why I, I didn't circle around on oh, that. Oh, sorry. One, I was, I was, racism yeah. a huge issue. I, I, I was confused. I was literally like trying and, to help you, Toby. And improving public schools. He said that? Yeah. Those are the three things that all Christians everywhere See, should 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 be involved. We with. were doing this. We were walking down this way so good, holding hands. He said public schools, and I just no, jumped. But here's the thing: what are you, seriously, no. But I don't think you should be holding his hand. <laughs> I don't. Well, think, I, I, I don't I have a problem why? about speaking up against certain things. I know, but here's the thing: you don't think he's after that. He listed all the the things that he you don't catch any flack for those. Mm-hmm. He listed the things that I don't know. Oh come on! I don't, you didn't catch no flack for the social justice statement. I sure did. He didn't sign that though. But, but, but he, I'm saying it's still saying this. It's acknowledging the same thing. No, nah, but yes, but he's not. But the, but the but the social justice statement also acknowledges that boys are boys and girls are girls. Sure, there's only one kind of marriage. Sure, it was all wrapped into one. Yeah, I know. But I'm just. I'm, <laughs> he didn't list those. Is all I'm saying. Right. Right. Okay. And then he goes on to say, um, there are certain things though that um, Christ, good Christians differ on. For example, there are many possible ways to help the poor. I'm quoting now. Should we shrink government and let private capital markets allocate resources? Yes. Or should we expand the government and give the state more of the power to redistribute wealth? No. Or is the right path one of the many possibilities in between? No. The Bible does not. David. Stop, stop, stop. David. He said there's no answer. The Bible does not. I'm going to need some more The Bible does not give exact answers to these questions for every time, place, and culture, David. Thou shalt not steal? Oh, maybe he. Did he miss that one? Maybe he missed that one. Should we expand the government? <laughs> so here's the connection to Scotland. He goes on. I know of a man from Mississippi who was a conservative Republican and a traditional Presbyterian. He visited the Scottish Highlands. Cheers. Yeah, man. He found the churches there as strict and as orthodox as he had hoped. No one so much as turned on a television on Sunday. Everyone memorized catechisms and scripture. But one day he discovered that the Scottish Christian friends he admired were, in his view, socialists. Their understanding of government economic policy and the state's responsibilities was by his understanding of government economic policy, um, was, oh, sorry, by his under, 
was by his lights very left wing, yet right. also grounded in their Christian convictions. So he returned to the United States, not more politically liberal, Messy. but in his words, humbled and chastened. He realized that thoughtful Christians all trying to obey God's call could reasonably appear at different places on the political spectrum with loyalties to different political strategies. But isn't that where Venezuela the, to America. But isn't that where the cowardice is, though? Because weren't there well-meaning Christians that felt like slavery itself was okay, too? Right. Isn't that where the cowardice is? Because he didn't and, say that and about then you the issue of slavery. And you go visit a right. good master. It's, it's not okay to be all right with slavery, <laughs> right. but it's okay to be right. all right with socialism. Right. And here's the the, the difference, though. That's and and point, Pastor Alex, yeah. Pastor Doug Wilson pointed this out in, in his uh, response to this was that um, the difference is is that you, we have a safe distance of 150 years. Yeah. Right. So it's cool now to be against slavery. Right. Yeah. And it's but a it's also cool to talk about it. If you were to say it's it's complicated. Right. You're a racist. You wicked racist. Right. right. Um, but it would be like, I mean, and, and Pastor Doug Social, pointed Socialism's complicated. Point, points is out. Yeah. That's, what, that's, what he's, that's what Keller's saying. Yeah. Um, it's not at all clear. And, and, but the Bible is clear. Yep. The Bible is just as clear about socialism as it is about slavery. Yeah, that's right. But the thing is, is that he's saying, um, he's saying by this standard, by, by, the, by the example that Keller has, has um, exhibited here and not speaking about, out about the Holocaust of abortion, not yeah, speaking yeah. out about the sexual deviance of homosexuality. He's soft on that area. Okay. Yeah. Both of those things, not stating those things. What did he tell us at the beginning of the article? To not speak out is what? Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. You're complicit in the mm. sin, right? Yeah. You are complicit in the crime yeah. right. and the sin. Right. To not speak out is to be okay with the status quo. Okay. Yep. He's, he is comfortable speaking out about things that immigration were, that and, were, and the poor and that all were that, controversial yeah, right. 150 years ago right yeah and so right. by this standard by his own standard what keller would have done in 1860 he would still been the same he I'd would still be locked he, up he would not be writing right. an article against slavery he'd be writing an article uh, against something that happened 150 years before that you know henry the eighth no no it was like we need our freedom from britain yeah i'm for 1776 like, that's exactly what it was, it right? was i mean that's what was so messed up about the right. time is everybody's yelling freedom and you got people who are enslaved right <laughs> right yeah. that's the exact same right. thing that's great uh, yeah. anyways that's really david good. robertson i i out right after we hung up with you i was thinking oh we should have asked you that question so if you're watching the show if you yes. do a blog post on it we'd love we'll to share. hear yeah, yeah. your thoughts jump, on this jump in now in the comment section yeah, David. whatever, and and yeah. reply. I mean, um, what, what's your thoughts on um, Keller's using this example? He's using Scotland. He's using the Scotland Highlands. Your people as a defense of Christians aligning themselves with some form of socialism. But, watch, so, watch David turn out to be a socialist. But but I guess the question is to be so. <laughs> Please God, no. He's post mill. I know. I so know, help me right. with some of this though. But but would I guess he's he's not speaking out of but he's leaving the option open that Christians can disagree on these issues. Is that what he's ultimately saying? On socialism. On, Right. Yes. Yep. Christians uh, can disagree on, on on the government's involvement in helping the poor. That's the the main example he gives. But is he rebuking anybody for voting a particular way then, or not? not? Not specifically, but he's basically just saying basically there are two parties. Yeah. And basically, good Christians can disagree about who they want to align with, so long as they don't find their primary identities in either one. This is what happens when you pastor in New York City for too long. Right. But well, this is the thing. So, um. I was I was talking to my uh, my students. I, I teach a senior level civics class at Logos School, and I I had them read this article. Yeah. And afterwards, um, th I didn't tell them whether I liked the article or not. And a couple of my students were really drawn in, and they were like, "Wow, yeah, this is a good point. Good point." And a couple of them got it, and they're right away. And they're like, "Wait a second! Wait a second! 
And then, and then one at the end, uh, noted, actually, my takeaway is that it actually leans towards a pretty decent sympathy with Democrats. Right. Mm. Like that was their takeaway. And I'm like, okay. I mean, I I think he, he could sort of squeeze out of that, but at the same time, uh, that he's just saying two options, but no, no, but that's to be, but see, but what he's doing there by giving you the two options is being neutral on the issue. See, he does. He, which is, saying, which means he's okay with the options. status quo. That's yeah, my right, whole point. Right, he's right. giving you the two options right, like, yeah. hey, you can be this or you can be that. And it's right. not really an issue which one you right. are. That's actually right. being neutral. Right. Yeah. You can't be neutral. One of the other things that he points out in the article is that um, he, he, he calls, uh, he's, I can't remember who it was. He, he, uh, James Mumford, he cites, British ethicist, called, um, he cites this problem in, with a lot of political parties called package deal ethics. Um, which is uh, increasingly political parties insist that you cannot work on one issue with them if you don't embrace all of their approved positions. That's sure. this, okay. Sure. But this goes back to your point about uh, the sex doctor. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. T- sorry. Kids, you got to leave the room again. <laughs> yeah. Another popsicle, popsicle break. Yeah. <laughs> but but, but the, the thing that you quoted her saying, which was that liberals will not abide conservatives, but conservatives have room for liberals. That's right. If That's you're a liberal, right. you, you can be around you know yeah. and and so on but democrats and liberals have have consistently pushed out i mean can you be a pro-life democrat <laughs> barely 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 we had a unicorn in I here know, but, but, but you are yeah. if you are republicans are the ones voting for you right but there's no yeah there's no um uh the democratic national convention platform is officially pro-abortion pro-death, pro-death. Yeah. Uh-huh. all the way up through nine months and homosexuality it's pro-homosexuality yep. And anybody who has a strong stance on either one of those mm. has no chance of leadership in the Democratic National Convention. No, ch- there's no le- yep. leaders. That's no right. leaders. You, have, right. you do not have the microphone. That's you right. can exist in the corner by yourself crying mm-hmm. if you want to be a, a pro-life Democrat. Yeah. In the corner, shut up, be quiet. We don't, we don't trust you. Mm-hmm. Right. But you, are, you have no place in leadership here. Right. Um, if, you are, if, you're, uh, if you are consistently biblical on sexuality, on gender, on marriage... Uh, why, why, on abortion, why, I keep wondering why wouldn't I mean this is bothering my head is doing this kind of glitch thing where yeah. you're talking, still thinking about what what Mr. Keller wrote. Okay? Yeah. because I keep thinking to myself, well, why wouldn't you say the Bible has standard on what's right and wrong? And there's Christians who are not being consistent with the standard, but we don't base say that they're not Christians. Like for instance, um, when when was Kerry running for president when Bush that was oh, um, that was 2002 or something? No. I can't remember. Anyway, Kerry and Bush are running for president. Four, 2004. So, yeah. Man, thank you. He's good at that. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. Anyway, so Kerry's running for president, and you have Christians coming out. We were talking about this. Jim Wallace is coming out. Uh, Doug Paget and Brian, Brian McLaren. McLaren. All these liberals are coming out saying, hey, I'm pro-choice, uh, kind of, but and I'm voting Democrat, but um, I'm still a Christian. And they say, I dare you to challenge my love for Jesus because I disagree with you politically. Right. And it's like, well, just because you're a Christian doesn't mean that you're right on these issues. Right. You can still be a Christian. You might still and you can be Jesus. very wrong. And and yeah, you are still certainly. look. We yep. did this with slavery. Right. How many Presbyterian Christians were right. there? Right. And they were mm. still yeah. dead wrong, Keller. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, right. and for you to say, hey, you can be anti-slavery or pro-slavery, right. but you know Christians can disagree on this one. Right. No. Yeah. No, right. they cannot. There's a standard. There's a right, right and there's a wrong. Right. But the, but the but the problem. But the, and he didn't say that. No. Why did not he say, "Hey, right. they still might be Christians. We're not right. questioning their Christianity." But s- subtly, what's happened here is that again, I would go back to the issues he cites. 
I, I have to believe that Keller thinks that he's trying to be strong and persuasive and point people to Scripture. I, I really do believe that he thinks that he's doing that. Yep. The problem, though, is, is that particular issues he's chosen are the ones that the world has given us permission to talk about. Yeah, that's right. And, that is and, right. And, he's chosen. And, and, and he has not. And, but the, what that means, though, is subtly we are letting the world be our authority rather than the Scripture, rather yep. than the Word of God. Whereas if, we, if the Word of God is our authority then we need to be speaking to the very things that the, that the world around us is disobeying God in, the things that are bringing our culture down, which specifically are homosexuality, uh, trans confusion, yeah. trans perversions, and abortion, yep. and theft. Yeah, but you don't right? say... Socialism, yeah. Yeah, socialistic theft. theft. Yeah, right. and, and, and the thing that people don't get, I mean, he, he can talk about, you know, every Christian should help improve uh, public schools. But, exa- but, see, but public no. schools are socialism. That's right. 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 But again... The, the, okay. Public schools are socialism. Man, I'm yeah. sorry. This is driving me nuts. You, you just can't go out here and say, hey, good Christians can disagree on whether it's good to steal or not. Right. No, no, no. Good Christians right. believe stealing is wrong. Right. And you can still be a Christian, sure. Right. But we know that stealing is wrong. Remember in... Uh, There's a right and wrong Remember path. in 1 Samuel when uh, Samuel warned the Israelites about if they got a king? Yeah. He said, he might tax you up to... 10%. He might yep. tax you up to... 10 percent right. that was judgment can you imagine that <laughs> yep that's first Samuel our 7. average our average taxation mm-hmm. is over 20 percent, isn't it it's almost 30 okay our oh, average yeah. oh yeah uh, average okay yeah, average is around 20 i, I, I think yeah, i think yeah. you know I some people are taxed taxes. nearly 50 percent yeah depending on how much money over 40 percent yeah. okay if you're in the yeah. higher ta- tax brackets yeah. you're getting taxed over 40 percent yeah so the average is somewhere i think in the low 20s and last I don't time even i think looked. that counts everything because no because no, there's grocery tax, tax, yeah. gas tax. I mean, all the other taxes yeah. in the yeah. bible why why would 10 percent taken from the government be considered crazy yeah why because jesus is king Okay, connect the dots. Right. Because, because the church takes 10%. Because God takes That's 10%. Money. Yep. Okay? God takes 10%. If if somebody comes in and says, uh, and I'm going to have 11. Yep. What, what does they, that mean? What do they say? I'm Jesus, God. Jesus and King. I am God. That's I am right. your God. Yep. I am your Savior. Yep. I will take care of you, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, that's the thing. And and you can't I, oh, I, I have to believe that Keller means well, but Keller, you're you're wrong. You're yeah. absolutely and, wrong. And you need to you need to retract this, you need to repent of this, and you need to recognize that the Bible does speak to these things far more clearly. Yes, amen. Yeah. Don't identify with a political party like it's Jesus. You're wrong, yeah, you're not right. helping. That's not helping. But this is not helpful. That's not helping at all. At all. Yep. Yeah. Until next week, love God with all your heart. So mind and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. Yeah, I need some eight, more. eight out of ten and nine uh, out of ten. Uh, okay, that's where that's where I ended up with. What? Did you say Belvinius the best? Oh yeah. That's oh, yeah. ridiculous. It's it's more complex.